Welcome to Make It Plain from Make Plain Jesus Ministries featuring Pastor James Bryan, where we take biblical truths in everyday situations and break them down to be as plain as possible. So, stay tuned and enjoy the broadcast. Well, welcome everybody. So we have another opportunity just to share with one another. Hopefully your day is going well. Hopefully you're at a point that you are anticipating some good things throughout this day. And if you're listening to this toward the end of the day, that you're thankful for how the day went and you're anticipating how tomorrow will be. So you're having this, this sense of anticipation and sense of hope. And, and that's what I want to uh, make sure that you keep inside of you. And, and so, and I want to really focus on that theme, if you will, as we talk about light givers, light givers. And so, you know, when I was coming to the studio here to do a recording, it was interesting because I was coming from an appointment and the cloud got really dark. The clouds were dark on one side. And you could tell because I, I remember thinking, oh, there's a severe storm warning. I looked up in the sky and couldn't tell. So when I got in the vehicle, I was driving and all of a sudden I looked up again and I said, wow, it's getting really dark over there wow, the wind is really picking up now. And so on one side, the storm seemed to be approaching. And so as I'm trying to get here to be able to do this recording, I'm moving at, let's say, a brisk pace. I won't tell you and, con and convict myself about how briskly I was driving. I thank God for grace, right? Um, so I was coming here quickly, hoping to make sure I got here before the storm. And and I wasn't sure for a moment because it seemed like it was approaching. But the interesting thing is it got to a certain area nearby and it was a little wind, but the storm stopped. The clouds stopped. And then in the area where we are doing the recording, the sun was shining and it was light. So on one side it was dark, but where we were, it was light. And so that contrast was very evident. And almost as if there was a barrier preventing it to come even closer. And so I looked at that and said, you know, aha, this connects really well with what we're talking about in this particular podcast. And so the, the darkness and everything else could only go so far because the light was shining very bright. And so what I want you to think about today, when we look at pieces or parts of scriptures and the message that Jesus was trying to convey to us to live a fulfilling life, I want you to think about being a light bearer, or let me say it this way, a light giver. And that's truly what the title is. It's, it's more of a light giver. And you're thinking, what does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. When you think about this, Jesus is always talking about light and darkness. He's always giving that contrast. And he was doing it for a reason, because he wanted us to understand how important it is to dwell in the light and understand who we are through him as a follower of Christ. And I'm hoping many of you are. And if not, just keep listening anyway, and hopefully it would get inside of you, and maybe you would choose to become a, a follower of Christ. Now, he wanted us to realize it's important for us to understand the power of light. And I'm not just talking about 
going into the room and turning on the light switch, although that does change things. But this light is even more pronounced, and this is what you know he's trying to get across. But before I get into that, let me give you another example to kind of help us move into this area. You know, I'm not sure where everyone that's listening to this, you know, where you're located geographically. Some are throughout different parts of the U.S. and some are outside of the U.S. And so, and it's great, we welcome everybody. One of the things I know is that in different parts of the world, geographically, the temperatures and the weather patterns and all are different. The climate is different. And so in some parts, it, it is such that it's shiny most of the day and that even your, the, your winter times are really like summertime for the, the rest of us. The farther north you go, you have seasons of winter when it's really cold. And, you know, you have to bundle up and, and all just to keep yourself from um, freezing. But the closer you get to the equator, then it's a constant temperature of heat and warmth and, and sunlight. The farther you go south of the equator, you get closer to that contrast with um, the issues around wintertime. So depending on where you are, you have that from a temperature perspective. Additionally, beyond that, you have something else that goes on. And that is sometimes areas are overcast. And in some parts of the world, and even parts of the United States, it's overcast more than it is sunny. And so you have an, an absence of bright light, if you will. What I've known, noticed from people who have lived in, let's say, the Seattle area, Northwest, that it is overcast quite frequently. And some of them have to have a artificial light that's pumped in because, so that they could still be jovial and not have a negative impact on their moods. I've known people that have struggled with that type of environment because of the, the, the overcastness, which has an impact. But I noticed that every time I've gone out to the Northwest, it's rained almost every single time, I would say about 95% of the time I've been there. And I've been there a number of times. But I also think it's really cool and also funny that the moment the sun comes out, it seems like everyone comes out of wherever they are and everybody's outside um, enjoying the sun. Because what that light does, it exudes energy inside it. It exudes really hope because now all of a sudden you're seeing the brightness. It changes your whole demeanor and your whole mentality during that time period. For those of you who may not live in the Northwest, think about this. How many of you, after going through a winter, if you live in a, a um, four season type of area, after going through a winter, then all of a sudden there you get this first really sunny, warm day. What happens? Everybody's outside. Everybody's in shorts, even if it might not be shorts weather yet, but it's kind of close. The sun's shining, the tops are down, music's blasting, people have smiles on their face. They're just so excited to be outside because the light has an impact on them. It gives them joy, it gives them hope, it gives all of that. And keeping in mind that people were never designed to be night creatures. That's why for the most part, you know, you can say this varies nowadays, but for the most part, people sleep at night and they're awake throughout the daylight hours. That's the intent in general. So you gotta realize that light has an impact. 
Well, taking that even further into what Jesus is trying to get across to us, he always talks and describes who he is and the throne and who God is and everything else. And light comes up most of the time. When you're looking around the throne room, really reading scripture, it's the brightness, the glory, but it's light. And so what it does, and the Bible says it dissipates, it, it removes, destroys darkness. And so this whole understanding of light provides hope for folks, and hope is through him. Now, imagine if you were walking through a wilderness somewhere, and you were away from cities and towns, and you were just walking. And it happened to be one of those nights where there was no moon or, or close to that, that phase, and it's really dark. You can see stars and all that helps. Thank God for that. But you're walking through this wilderness trying to find your way out. And suddenly at a distance, you see a, a light like, you know, maybe someone has um, a, a cabin with a porch light or something. And all of a sudden now you can begin to see in front of you, or at least you hope you can. And you're thinking, let me get there. There'll be other people there. Even if I don't know them, it'd be safer than just being out here in the wilderness. And so your focus is on getting to where the light is, because in essence, there's hope, hope that they may have food, hope they may have provisions or communications and, and things such as that. And so you're drawn to the light. And as you're drawn to the light, as you get closer and closer, there's anticipation that's building, because now you're hoping to get rest and anything else that you may need. The same is true when it comes to what Jesus is putting in us. For anyone who is a Christ follower, what Jesus intends is for us to carry the light that he's put in us. And that light is a, a, a beacon, if you will, to attract those who have not yet understood the calling of the Lord and have not received him yet. And so when you think about it from that perspective, you begin to see that really what the Lord is trying to get us to be is a light giver. Provide the light so that people would have some hope and they can actually come and you can then begin to be used to share about the true light, the one who does provide. You may say, but I'm not a preacher or anything like that. This has nothing to do with being a preacher. It doesn't have anything to do with being a title, carrying a title. Let me give you an example. So many of you may work in office, um, offices where the culture may not be healthy, meaning that folks may be negative all the time, or the folks may be hopeless and they always think of the negative, or they're, they're not encouraging at all. And, and you may just hate going into the office space. You may not hate the industry or career that you're in, but you hate the office space or you have challenges with the office space. Well, that challenge becomes an opportunity for you. If you are a Christ follower, what you end up doing is live it such that your light shines. You know how you, when you were growing up, if you were in church at all, they always say this little light of mine, let it shine. The, the idea behind this is the light that is I don't like the little part of it, but the idea behind it is that the light of the Lord that's in you, you need to let it shine in every aspect of your life. You may say, how? Well, if everybody wants to be negative from the moment, you know, your office hours start, 
then you can deal with it differently. Instead of just saying the sky is falling, the sky is falling, you can acknowledge that there are challenges that are there. But what you're saying is I've got, I understand that this can be turned around and yes, it may take some work, but I'm willing to do it. So your attitude begins to change. And then you begin to focus on coming out of that, that darkness into the light and, and you have hope and, and you continue to focus on that hope and how you can get to that, that cabin with the light, if you will. After a period of time, and I do say period of time, because at first people are going to think that you're, you're not being genuine. But as they see you live it, walk it, talk it, breathe it, then it has an impact on them. And what you begin to do subtly is begin to change the atmosphere and the environment there. And then instead of the gloom just overshadowing everything, then light begins to shine brighter, not just from you, but eventually in that whole environment. And so it begins to change everything. Jesus is the one that is the light of the world. He came to share um, the truth and to shine brightly so that in the end, what ends up happening, instead of people not being able to see the truth, they're able to see it through every one of his Christ followers that points to him. And that's how it works. Well, you may be in a, a, a I'm gonna say a board meeting or a, a business meeting, and during the meeting, Everyone wants to just be negative and, and condone, uh, not condone, but actually just um, talk negative to each other. Or someone may just want to trash your idea, not because it, it was a bad idea, just because they don't want you coming up with the idea or they don't care for you as much or, or they don't like your positive, um, your positive way of communicating or, or the hope that, that you may have. And instead, they want to try to destroy that hope. But you got to realize something else. No matter what anyone else says, if you're focusing on the one who has put the light in you, the Savior of the world, Jesus, then you can still get through all of this. And then you can remember something else too. Even as you're going through sharing your light, sharing the truth, and if someone asks you about your faith and, and how you're able to, to walk that way, you can share it. And so otherwise you live it. And then in the end, if they still are, are complaining and all, that's okay, but you're, you're shining brightly. And so you're trying to give them the light also. You're trying to give them the truth of who he is and, and, and what he has and how much he loves each and every one. He's saying, come to me, right? And that's how you're able to be a light giver. You're trying to say, this can be you also. And even if you're still in the midst of struggles and everything else, but your focus changes and your light shines brighter, even while you're going through it and not trying to just say, I'm stuck here, then it has an impact on others, other lives of others. And when that focus changes, then what ends up happening, it begins to allow growth, growth in your organization. It doesn't even have to be a Christian organization, but because you're in it and your light's shining and you're causing some changes, then that organization can actually grow and be more successful. But think about this also, good news for you. Even if you feel like that everything that you've said, everything that you're doing is still isn't being received, then I would say, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you know is right. And then remember this, um, Jesus said, you know, when he did the Beatitudes or the Sermon on the Mount, 
At the end, he said, blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Now, there's a key right there. They may say evil against you, but you might have done it, right? So you just have to say, sorry, that was me. Yeah, I did it. And then start anew and just get things going. But at times when you're shining your light and you want to give that light to others, some may receive and some may not. Some may make up things and cause you all kinds of havoc because you're trying to shine your light and give hope to others that are around. But that's okay. Keep doing what you know is right. Keep doing what you know is right. And it will impact others. Take this light that you have, which is Jesus himself, the light of the world, and then share it with as many people as you come across. Even the people you might not be friends with at the moment because they may get on your last nerve. But still, it's worth it. It's worth it. Now, there's one other analogy I want to say to you just as a thought, and then I'm going to just leave it there for you. It also says in the Bible, you are the light of the world. And it says, a city set on a hill cannot be hid. If you are the light of the world, meaning your light is shining and you're a Christ follower, you can't cover it up. There's no way to do that. Many people will say, or some, I won't say many, uh, I will say some folks will say that, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I just keep it to myself. Well, the problem is you can't because you have the light in you. It's impossible to walk with the Lord and keep it to yourself. Now, I am not telling you to go and start preaching to everybody at your place of employment. They did not hire you as a preacher. But what I'm saying is you need to at least live your life as one who is a follower of Christ. And even in all situations, no matter how good or not as good that come up, you still walk in that light. That's the expectation. And so I want you to know that his grace is with you. You'll be able to do it. You will be successful in doing this. Just get determined that that's what you're going to do. And then you can give your light to as many people who would receive it. And then never letting your light be extinguished. Always shine bright. Always shine bright in the hope that the Lord has given you, in the promises that he's placed inside of you. And so then you'll be able to attack each day. And no matter who wants to be negative, who wants to be, as they used to say, a Debbie Downer, whoever wants to try to rain on your parade, what other one can I throw in there? Uh, no matter who it is, you can go through that and it has no impact on you. Just flick it right off your shoulder and keep going. That's what you have to do. Be that light giver. Give them light and give them hope. And then you'll notice changes at work, at home, in your community, at your church, everywhere else. Be a light giver, okay? You can do this. Make it a point that you put this to, into action starting today if it's in the morning, starting tonight or first thing in the morning. Put it to action. I'm, I'm here rooting for you. I know you can do it. And I just want to hear that Send me a note or something so that I know that this is working for you. Until next time, may God bless you.